says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold grind The interest is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me Got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive And we're here, folks. Welcome to the Trump Phenomenon Radio Show. I'm James Kelso on Friday, February 23rd, 2024. It's a full moon. And this show is live. You're welcome to call in at 512-248. It happened. It happened. I forgot the phone number. Mike, write it out for me, will you? uh, Oh, let me go to my my message board here. This is where I, I can see you, folks. It's on my message board. There it is. There we go. And, uh, well, it's 512. That's the Round Rock. Area code. Then it's two four eight, and I think it's eighty two fifty two. Kind of rings a bell. <laughs> I don't call my own number, so I don't know what it is. Uh, you're welcome to call in at any time during the show. All right, so we've got uh, those preliminaries aside. We've got a great day today. Uh, Friday, big day at the. Conservative Political Action Conference, so we'll go there. Also, Donald Trump speaking in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Where is Rock Hill, you ask? Well, uh, you know where Charlotte, North Carolina is. Well, just tool out of Charlotte a little bit and head south a little bit, and you'll be in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And that that is patriot country. That's Appalachia there, the, the skirts of Appalachia. And uh, them thars good folk up there. And uh, they are there in a great plenitude today. So we'll, we'll listen to Donald Trump talking today in Rock Hill. And then, of course, the real treat will be tomorrow, Donald Trump speaking himself, the keynote at the 10, imagine 10,000 people in National Harbor, just outside of D.C., I mean, adjacent to uh, Washington, D.C., just outside the District of Criminals. And uh, that will be that will be some speech. All right. So let's let's listen to him uh, right now. As a matter of fact, let's see. uh, Let's see what he was what he was up to in Rock Hill seats here. We have uh, we have a full house times maybe three because outside you have another couple of houses full of people. We love them and we're providing audio for them outside. But I think you have a better location in Ophelia. Hello, South Carolina. I'm thrilled to be back in this incredible, beautiful state with thousands of proud, hardworking, God-fearing American patriots. That's what you are. 
You know, the last time I was in this arena was a time, very good time in a sense. The country wasn't doing well, by the way, compared to today, it was doing great. You know, we had a border problem, but that was like a peanut. We solved that problem pretty quickly. That was like a peanut problem. Remember, I came out, I said, the border, they're having problems. They've got rapists. They've got thugs. They've got this. And everybody said, what horrible things. We were right about that one, too. What we said was nothing by comparison to the fact. But what we have now is a total disaster. This is far, far worse. And, you know, we solved that border problem. We solved that border problem. And in 2020, where we got millions more votes, by the way, just for those that are interested. But but we solved that border problem. And uh, I said, let's talk about the border. They said, sir, nobody cares about the border because you've solved the problem. I said, no, don't they want to listen? So I talked about the border. Nobody cared about the border because we solved the problem. But we were in here at the beginning of 2016 in the same arena, January of 2016. Think of that. And uh, so I guess it's a lucky arena. (laughs) Now, isn't that interesting? In January of 2016, and we were there, Donald Trump was in this Rock Hill arena. And that is what? That is, is that eight years ago? Yes, it is. My gosh. Isn't that amazing? Children have been born and raised in that time. And uh, people have come and gone eight years. So he's back in the same arena. And we're going to see if it's lucky or not. We're going to see if it's lucky or not. Because they steal and they cheat and they do a lot of bad things. But we're going to win this. We're going to win it bigger than ever before. There's never been a more important time. Tomorrow, you will cast one of the most important votes of your entire life. And honestly, we're not very worried about tomorrow. We want to aim toward a time called November 5th. That's what we need, November 5th. (laughs) Got to beat crooked Joe Biden, if it's going to be him. I don't know if he's going to make it to the starting gate. I don't know about that, Henry. Is he going to make it to the starting? Henry would know. Has he been a great governor, by the way? He's been great. I think he's talking about Henry McMaster, the governor of South Carolina, who replaced uh, the incredibly bad uh, Nimrata Randawa, also known to you as Nikki Haley. Uh, And Donald Trump is greatly pleased with his replacement of Nimrata. That was a big part of the equation. I said, I'm going to move her out, make him governor. I like that. And I did you a big favor. But we're going to have a gigantic victory here in South Carolina. We're going to show crooked Joe Biden and the radical left Democrats that we are coming like a freight train in November. Freight train. Right? Nikki Haley is relying on Democrats and liberals. You know, Democrats are financing her campaign. Now, now, by the way, did you hear that? He said Nikki is relying on Democrats. Now, I want there's a point to be made here. The entire crowd, with no prompting, there's no cue in his voice. He's, he's not, uh, you know, how a speaker can, uh, you know, 
kind of draw out a boo or a cheer or applause from an audience with pauses and meaningful, nothing there. The president's just speaking straight, flat, and the crowd roars in a, a in an instant boo when they talk when he says the Democrats are voting for Nikki Haley. Now, what that what does that instruct us, folks? It, that this crowd is it's you. You are the most educated, the most aware political crowd that's ever existed, and you so you know you're you're so in touch, you're so on the. You're so much together that if you're in an audience like this one in Rock Hill, you can respond. The president hasn't even put a period yet on his sentence, and the crowd erupts in raucous booing. Crazy. It's called the crazy world of politics. No, the Democrats are financing her campaign. One of her biggest supporters is a radical left Democrat who made some money with the Internet. A very uh, bad guy, actually, but he's a Democrat. And those are the ones putting up money because they damage us. The biggest supporters she's got right now are the Biden supporters, the Biden bundlers, the Biden cheaters. They're the ones that are doing it for Vicky. So if you don't want. Now, this is folks, you've got to be enjoying this with me. Nikki is providing our president with a great punching bag with a great uh you know a, a great foil for our president because she's like something out of central casting she is in fact being financed by billionaire democrats <laughs> you know and these people resent that so this is wonderful and now right to give just to make the setting for you Behind Donald Trump, uh, a lot of the signs, there's a new sign now that they hold up in these rallies, uh, you know, in addition to the Trump 2024 and uh, Trump won and stuff like that. This one is fire Biden. I like it. That's a very Trumpian phrase. Fire Biden. Nice. Now, look how this is going to play out. Either way, it's win-win. If Biden runs, it's a great, it's a great slogan, fire Biden. If they pull Biden out of the race, well... How does that play? Well, Donald Trump got him fired. Donald Trump fired Joe Biden. That doesn't look good for the Democrats either. They get him out and the president goes, yeah, yeah, I fired him. We fired him. We hated him that much. <laughs> Beautiful. The ultra left to meddle in this primary, and I think they're going to try and end it. Who the hell wants Democrats voting in a Republican primary. What is that about? What is that about? Don't worry. You're going to swap them. You're going to swap them. It's important that we do. By the way, it is. It's important. We're going to do great tomorrow, but it's really important you get out and vote because we want to send a signal to the real, the real hardline people, the people that are destroying our country, Joe Biden. We've got to send them a signal that we're coming. We're going to send him a big. So get out tomorrow. If you don't feel well, Great don't train. worry about it. Get up. Get out. If your husband's not feeling good, darling, I'm just not. Just get him out of bed. Don't worry about it. He'll be out. Okay? 
get out and vote. Tomorrow we're going to win this state and then we're going to tell crooked Joe Biden, you're fired. Get out of here. You're fired. They're behind him. It's a great new theme. Everybody's got a you're fired sign. This is a big crowd. I can't see the crowd, but I can. My ears are telling me it's huge. You know, it's amazing. There is more spirit now than at any time anyone has ever seen in any campaign. You know, we're nine months away. It's not like, gee, we're going to vote tomorrow. Tomorrow's your big day. You're going to vote in a primary tomorrow. But the big day is November 5th. Nobody has ever seen spirit like yes. this. This is like, for some people, think of it. Nobody would have a crowd like this anyway, even if it was the day before the election. But this is like the day before the election. So the saddest thing is we have nine months to go. And the kind of stupidity and destruction that they have and can cause is is just mind-boggling. So we have to just hope that this time flies because we have to take over. They're going to destroy this country. We're going to end up in a world war. We'll end up in World War Three. They'll destroy our country. We have to get out. We have to win. Under the Trump administration, you were better off. Your family was better off. Your neighbors were better off. Your communities were better off. And our country was far, far, far better off, that's wow. for sure. what a winning message. America was stronger and tougher and richer and safer and more confident. Think of it, we've lost our confidence as a country. How about that? You know, I've said that in a lot of speeches, we've lost our confidence. What a horrible thing to attribute to our country, that we've lost our confidence, and we will. We have no leadership. We're not respected any place in the world. But I'm more confident than ever that we will soon be sitting behind that beautiful resolute desk in the Oval Office. Yes. And we'll bring it back quickly. Because together we built the greatest economy in the history of the world. This is the greatest economy in history. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. With the biggest tax cuts ever recorded, bigger than the Ronald Reagan. And we like Ronald Reagan, but we beat him out on the tax cuts. The biggest, the biggest regulation cuts, the record energy production like never before, and rising wages for Americans of every race, religion, color, and creed. Never did so well. We never did so well. Under crooked Joe Biden, it's been three straight years of total economic warfare and welfare and stagnation on working American families. Think of it, they had essentially 39% increase in inflation, 39. So think of this, no matter how well you did, you didn't do that well. That means you fell behind the equal because the inflation that he caused primarily because of his stupid energy policies, windmills all over the place. Let's put up windmills all over. Let's do, you know, windmills, it's the most expensive energy anywhere in the world you can't do more expensive than wind aside from the fact that they kill they kill the birds they kill everything around them you know it's the green news scam it's part of the green news beautiful but they had think of it a three-year inflation rate essentially at about 39 if you include everything they like to say well we're not including food minor things like rent food energy 
Under my leadership, you had virtually no inflation. Under Crooked Joe, you had energy prices reach the highest level in history, the history of anywhere. That's a good idea. What a, we'll be here for a while. Let's just enjoy it. Sit down wherever you can. Whoever has a seat, sit down. Yes, I'm very honored. Don't worry, you'll be standing up soon. You'll be standing <laughs> Everybody sat down. You know, speaking of standing up behind me, I just see them. These are incredible women. I don't know about the husbands. I don't know what's on with the husbands because... So this is, I, I think it's about the 115th time. And they come from... They come from a place that's not too far away. You you do like North Carolina, right? Now, folks, uh, pardon me for interrupting. He's going to be introducing people that are in this Rock Hill rally today. And, you know, this show is called the Trump Phenomenon. Well, he's going to be introducing a phenomenon that has never occurred ever in American history. Never, ever. You're witnessing it. You get you're the, you have the privilege of being here now. There are hundreds of people who are following Donald Trump around in the same way that I do with uh, virtually with this radio show. They are they're getting onto airplanes and they're and they're getting into cars and they're flying all over the country. Doesn't matter how far away: California, Maine, New Hampshire, Florida, uh, Texas. North, uh, well, hasn't been in North Dakota here yet in a while. Minnesota, he has been here though. They big all over. They follow him, and they're at every. They're they're, they go for every single rally. This shows you the passion, the fervor, of of all of us. That there are hundreds of us who are so dedicated. We want to go to every single. Can you imagine how much effort they must put in? You know, to fly to a rally in Colorado and then fly to one in Texas, then go to one in New Hampshire, go home. They have to rent hotel rooms. My gosh. Here he gets. He's talking to these people. There's, he's looking. Now, imagine you're Donald Trump. He's looking out at the audience. He's going, wait a minute. He started noticing this, you know, like scores of rallies ago. These are the, these, I'm seeing these people again. There's, uh, you know, uh, Build a wall brick suit uh, guy with a brick suit. He's always there in the front row. He's one of the front row Joes, they call him. <laughs> okay, here, here he comes. They come from North Carolina, so it's, you know, they travel to Texas, California. Oh, there they are. There's some more over here. There's a husband. Finally, I see a husband. But these women are unbelievable. They love our country. And at least for this one, they didn't have to travel very far. So that's very nice. And then over here, we have Front Row Joes. I think it's 125. I don't know what they do. I know they're rich, but I don't know what they do. But we love all of you. Now, now can you now wrap your head around this? A hundred. Some of these people have been to plenty of them. 125 rallies. I'm I'm proud that I've been to four. I think I'm hot. 125 rallies. (laughs) Now, there's something to write home about. Unbelievable. 
Great, you're great American patriots, thank you. And by the way, the Vietnamese delegation, I don't know what it is about Vietnam, but they do like me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, by the way, I could tell you that even at the rallies I went to back in 2016 and others in 2020, there were a lot, there were, what he's talking about. He said, I don't know what it is about the Vietnamese support. There are people, you see the Trump flags and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, the uh, uh, don't tread on me, liberty flags, uh, you know, uh, the Texas cannons, you know, uh, come and get it. <laughs> but you would see those yellow with red stripes, Vietnamese flags. And this is Donald Trump has this tremendous support among all kinds of people. Uh, and what do they have in common? There's one thing. They're not different. There is there is no uh, the, the diversity in this area. They're all liberty lovers from Vietnam or China, a black, brown, yellow, red, white, liberty loving people. This is the movement. And we like them. Thank you. They travel me. They travel with me all over. You know, I must be too soft on Vietnam because you like me too much. <laughs> you like me too much. Thank you very much. I agree. They want freedom. That's right. Under Biden, gas prices have reached five, six and even seven dollars a gallon in some places in California. They've gone up to eight. OK, now we'll pause it there. And let's jump ahead. This is an hour and a half speech in Rock Hill today. Uh, let's I'm just going to, you know, we, we can't cover the whole thing, but we're get, you got some good highlight there. Now let's go to and you got the atmosphere. Uh, let's go to uh, one quarter of the way into the speech. See what's going on there. Here he is. Tomorrow, got to get up, got to vote. Fire Crooked Joe and elect your favorite president, Donald J. Trump. That's me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> They're going wild. They love him. And there are all kinds of, in this particular crowd, there are all kinds of young people, high school and college look, age looking people, and uh, and just young people. They don't have to be in college to be young. <laughs> There was a time when not everybody had to go to college, and that worked really well. People went, you know, they got out of high school and they got a job. What happened to that? You have to keep going. You know, there's high school after high school. You have to go to That was such a dumb idea. Thank you very much. This is a hell of a nice arena. This is big. Upon taking office, I will end Joe Biden's war on American energy, cancel his ban on exporting American natural gas, and we will quite simply drill, baby, drill. We're going to drill. I will revoke China's most favored nation's trade status, and we will impose stiff penalties on China and other trade abusers. They are a tremendous trade abuse. I got along with them very well, but a tremendous abuse. Remember this, no other president did anything, nothing to China. They would walk away with $509 billion a year. It's just a terrible. I took in hundreds of billions of dollars in taxes and tariffs from China. 
We will once again live by the maxim of the Trump administration, buy American and hire American. And to protect South Carolina workers, I will pass the Trump Reciprocal Trade Act. You know what that is, right? If China or any other country makes us pay a tariff of, let's say, 100 or 200 or even 300 percent, and they do that, we will make them pay a reciprocal, identical tariff of 100 or 200 or 300 percent. Nice, nice, nice. (laughs) It's called you screw us and we screw you. Oh, what a line. What a line. Oh, as tariffs on foreign countries go up, taxes on American workers and families will come down very substantially. You know, last night uh, I was making a speech in a very nice area. I was going and we were in Tennessee and a man came up to me. He owned a big uh, metal company, collects metal and manufactures metal. And he had tears in his eyes, strong guy. You can see he's lifted plenty of steel. But he came up to me and he said, sir, I just want to thank you. You saved my life. You saved my company. My company was ready to die in 2016. And then you put up those tariffs on China steel. They were dumping steel all over the place. I was dying. All the steel companies were dying. Wow. (laughs) She must be in the steel business. But he said... He said that uh, he said what you did was so incredible. And I saw him in the audience when I was speaking. That was before. And I said, would you want to come up here? He said, yeah, he got up and he was in tears. He said uh, what you did with the tariffs. I put a 25 and a 50 percent tariff on steel coming in. And it totally saved his company, saved the industry and a lot of other things. A lot of very good things happen because they want to put you out of business. And then they want to have a monopoly on steel and lots of other things. It's no wonder Joe Biden and his thugs are so desperate to stop us. They know that we are the only ones who can stop them. And they know that that's why they are weaponizing law enforcement for high level election interference. That's what they're doing right now. It's all look at Fani, F-A-N-I. It should be pronounced Fanny. Fanny. <laughs> oh, God. Fani. <laughs> They say she gets very upset if you call her Fanny. F-A-N-I. She fell in love with the person that long before this started, he got paid almost a million dollars. He never did it before. They love to talk about disinformation and democracy. They talk about disinformation. They talk about threat to democracy. But they're the threat to democracy. They use the DOJ, the FBI, our election systems. They rig our elections and attack free speech. Isn't it amazing? All the people that go and get investigated, all of them, all of them, they don't go after the people that rig the election. They go after the people that want to find out who it was that rigged the election. Should be the opposite way. We're not going to put up with it. Joe Biden. Now, uh, I I went over a little, little bit there. Uh, we'll come up on a break. I don't know if we'll skip the break or not. But the uh, you heard that incredible line. I don't want to go too far past it. <laughs> you screw us and we'll screw you. <laughs> oh, no one but Donald Trump could utter that presidential as a president. You screw us, we'll screw you. Wonderful. Wonderful. 
No more Mr. Nice Guy. No more pussyfooting. No more Mitt Romneyism. You screw us, we'll screw you. And the fascists that control him are really the true threat to democracy. Those are the threat to democracy. All of this persecution is only happening because I am running for president and leading very substantially in the polls. Now, am I- okay, now, forgive me again. I'm going to jump forward here. He's got an, a full hour of speaking left. So we're going to summarize that in the next half hour. So now I'm going to jump from uh, 40% into the speech to, oh, let's say, 60% into the speech. And I'm just dropping. You know, the man's a genius. Every moment, there are no boring segments of his speeches. The closest to boring that he gets is when he's doing introductions of local government officials and supporters. That's not boring, but that's as close as he gets to boring. So here he is at 60% into his speech. Who knows what he's going to say? I haven't heard it yet. I'm... I'm with you. I'm hearing it for the first time, which we will recommence after this break. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February... Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. Or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family. And we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats. And even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. 
I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended. children and my wife from the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee across the plains of Texas from sea to shining sea from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA there's pride in every American heart and it's time we stand and say Speaking in Rock Hill, South Carolina today, today, and tomorrow will be an even more monumental speech delivered at National Harbor Convention Center, just on the edge of Washington, D.C., to the south edge there on the water. And uh, that will be earth-shaking. The, uh, now, I found this. Where did I find this? You know, I... For the best links to everything, I go to truthsocial.com. And I note that Donald Trump today, I, I'm remembering all right, his current, yes, 6.63 million followers. That's okay. We want it to go much higher. But notice it's important. There's some other really important people there. For instance, Don Jr. has 3.35 million followers. Uh, Charlie Kirk has 2.04 million followers. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza has 2.05. Here's a nice one. John Rich. Talked about him a bit. John Rich, the, the, the country music star, has 1.3 million followers. 
And the Epic Times, of which I've spoken, has 1.16 million followers. And then here's Eric, Eric Trump, at 2.44 million followers. So we want to get all those numbers considerably higher. But those ain't too shabby. That's good. We've got a real place where we can communicate that we own, that our leader, Donald Trump, actually owns, uh, I think, the bulk of TruthSocial.com. And it's the reason that Forbes, in ranking America's billionaires, put Donald Trump back in the uh, Forbes 400 of America's wealthiest billionaires. It was because of the prosperity of TruthSocial.com. It's meant uh, an increase in Donald Trump's uh, wealth of, you know, on the order of a billion dollars. So that's uh, wonderful. Uh, Let's go back to him right now. Here he is. I wasn't running. Again, cases coming out of nowhere, all run by DOJ, the White House, even a DA case, local DA case, they put the DOJ top people into the local DA's office in Manhattan on a case that's absolutely, in fact, every critic and every legal scholar said, it's not a case. There's no case here. But they put DOJ people in there. It's weaponization. And, you know, at least I have a voice. I can speak about it. And the poll numbers go up because when people hear about it, they say, wow, never been done in this country like that before. But if they hit a congressman or if they hit even a senator where you don't have that voice, where you can stand up and discuss it with millions and millions of people, they will leave office. They will go back home to their family. They'll make a speech that I will fight for my name. I will fight for my name. I will go home to my family. And you never hear from the person again. It's never been where you get hit with something like this and you go up in the polls. Usually when you get hit, if a, if a regular, good, strong, wonderful politician got hit with a federal subpoena or a state subpoena or any of these subpoenas, they, it, it's, it doesn't matter whether they're innocent or guilty. They have to resign from office in disgrace. They have to. With me, I got hit and my numbers went up. I am sort of freaky at speaking. It's not freaky. It's a phenomenon. And what he's talking about is true. This is what the the, the bastards on the left count on, is that if you sue somebody, drag them into court, commit lawfare against them, you can destroy them. Cancel culture. You can destroy them. Destroy their family, their business, their wealth, everything, their reputation. But Donald Trump is exempt from this. He... uh, He's a phenomenon. And they didn't, they've been so successful at destroying good people for so long, they thought they could do it again with Donald Trump. Uh uh-uh. uh. And I don't mean went up, I mean went up a lot. Because people get it, they see it's a scam. It's only been done in third world countries and banana republics. It's never taken place here, never like this. But it's okay. I have so many lawyers. Lawyers are my best friend. And you know what I do? I campaign in the day when I can, and when I can't, I campaign at night. I go to courtrooms, and we're doing very well. We're doing very well. It's all a big scam. It's a big, fat scam. In the latest morning console poll, 
We're at 81% in the Republican primary and we're dominating Crooked Joe in the general election. We have a poll. We have a poll where we're at 91 for me, seven for Nikki. I guess you have, you have a couple of points undecided. So who are the people that are undecided? We have one of the biggest and largest margins ever. You know, it's, it's tough. A Republican has a tougher path, actually, because the Democrats, like a friend of mine called up. I'm going to pause there again. You know, excuse me for these rude interruptions. So let's go forward so we can get all the way to the end of the speech. I love we heard the opening. I'd love to hear the closing. So let's skip forward to approximately. uh, Let's go to like about uh, 70 percent of the way through the speech. Here we go. Prove that pipeline, but he closed down the Keystone pipeline. How do you like that one? And then they say Trump loves Russia. No, I, I was the worst thing in the sanctions I put on Russia. I was the worst thing that ever happened, but I did get along with Putin. That's a good thing. You know, getting along with these people is a good thing, not a bad thing. But nobody, we have nuclear powers. There are nuclear power. We're a nuclear power. The problem is. We're nuclear powers. You have a number of countries that have massive nuclear capability. And we have a man that is unable to understand it or talk to people or know how to talk to people. If you look at his rhetoric before Russia going into Ukraine, you would say he's saying the exact opposite of what he should be saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The exact opposite. Uh, All right. Let's go forward a little more here. Let's go for, you know, uh, it's an hour and a half speech. Let's go an hour and 10 minutes in. Here we are. But I mean, what they have to live through because of this. And we left a lot of people behind too, Americans. We left a lot of Americans behind all because of bad leadership. But if you ask that beautiful, probably five or six year old child right there, would you take the soldiers out first or last? He would say, Sir, I would take the soldiers out last. These people took the military out first. And now everybody was defenseless. And I could just see Abdul. They go up to Abdul in his office. Abdul, Abdul, the Americans have left. No, you fool. Of course they have. No, no, Abdul. And I could just see this conversation. And then they send somebody out to check and comes back, says, Abdul, he's right. The American soldiers have left. We were standing defenseless, and we didn't keep Bagram, one of the biggest military bases, one of the biggest, most powerful runways in length and in strength, eight feet deep of concrete. We didn't keep it one hour away. Think of it. One hour away from where China makes its nuclear weapons. We didn't keep it. Can you believe that? Now, the president is into the, you know, he's, he's, he covers the, the, the waterfront. What he's saying with the Bagram that we built at a cost of billions of dollars in, uh, I believe, eastern Afghanistan. This is right on the border of China, right near their nuclear facilities. And the concrete, he just told, I didn't know this, the concrete at the longest runway is eight feet thick. This, this is a super long runway. In other words, it can handle all of our bombers. All of our planes, uh, all of our transport, all of the biggest cargo ships you can fly, eight feet thick. What does that mean in a war? 
it means that runway will survive all kinds of bombs. It can be repaired. It won't fall apart. Eight feet, and that's not just eight feet of poured concrete. That's concrete laced with rebar. That's incredible. That, that's unbelievable. That's a Hoover Dam magnitude. In New York City, our police are being mobbed, brutalized, and horrifically beaten by swarms of migrants who have no business being in our country, yet then they are released back onto the streets while giving our police officers the middle finger. You saw that, right, the other day? Oh, he's speaking to the people, giving our police the middle finger. That is how a real... A real leader, well, we've never had a leader who could do that. Could George Washington have given this speech? No. No other no other American president could give this speech. I don't know, maybe Thomas Jefferson could. Maybe. This is unique. It's a phenomenon. And you're lucky. I, you, were lucky enough to be here and to be listening and to be able to help. Okay. These are people that come from countries. I guarantee you they wouldn't do that in their country. They wouldn't do that in their country. Wouldn't do that in their country. You do that in their country, they wouldn't be living for more than five minutes. This month, a savage illegal alien criminal pulled out a gun and shot a 38-year-old female tourist in the middle of Times Square. He then went on to later shoot a New York Police Department officer near Radio City Music Hall. He was found to have been living in a Biden migrant shelter, which, by the way, used to be occupied by veterans. They were all thrown out so that the migrants could get a place to live. What they've done, what they've done to our veterans is unbelievable. Where he also committed armed robbery in the Bronx and then shot someone else before being brutally apprehended. He took tremendous caused tremendous damage to our police in Chicago. Violent crime arrests of Biden migrants, I have to say that Biden migrants and its Biden migrant crime have exploded by 11,000%. That's over a three-year period, 11,000. We have migrant crime, add that onto the list, and it's among the most the worst, most heinous crime there is. These are tough people. These are people that have come out of those jails. They've come out of mental institutions. Just last weekend, a band of four illegal alien thugs were arrested in Chicago after they approached a man in a subway car in the middle of the afternoon, robbed him and viciously tried to strangle him. And they also were later tracked down at a migrant shelter that used to be occupied by military on day one, I will seal the border, stop the invasion, and send Joe Biden's illegal aliens back home. Nice. Nice. You know, and, and, and this is what's missing. What's wrong with these Republicans who have no balls? This is exactly, tell what's going on. Rape, murder, that Chicago number, uh, migrant crime up by 11,000%. 
correct me if I'm wrong, this is stupefying, this number, I believe that means that the amount of migrant crime uh, in three years under the Joe Biden dictatorship has risen 110 times. That means for every one migrant crime during Donald Trump's presidency, there are now 110. You can't survive that. I will terminate every open borders policy of the Biden administration, and we will begin the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. Yes. Yes. That's the big one. The crowd knows it. We will restore law and order in our country. I will direct a completely overhaul DOJ to investigate every radical out of control prosecutor. Did you hear completely overhaul DOJ? And notice something that Donald Trump is doing with his crowd. You know, I spoke about it earlier, how they're instantaneously on their feet. They're with the president. Donald Trump is building his army, our army. He's educating us. He, he's making the same points uh, with new illustrations and new, you know, uh, uh, elaboration. And he's, but we're drilling, drilling, drilling. What does an army do? What does a great army do? They drill, they drill, they drill. So that when it comes time for the fight, it's automatic, it's instantaneous, and it's effective. That's what he's doing. He's building us as an army. We're not going to be standing around sucking our thumbs. For their illegal, racist, and reverse enforcement of the law. It's horrible what's going on with law enforcement. I'm also going to indemnify all police officers and law enforcement officials throughout the United States to protect them from being destroyed by the radical left for taking strong actions on crime. Yes, same thing. And we are going to rebuild our cities into beacons of hope, safety, and beauty better than they have ever been before. Now understand, every cop in America, this is what the president's doing by saying this over and over and over. The message is getting through to all those police. You don't think over lunch those police are talking with each other when two police cars come up window to window and they're talking with each other? You know, hey, did you hear... Did you hear Trump last night? He's going to indemnify us, meaning he's going to let us be. He's going to let us enforce the law. We will take over the horribly run capital of our nation, Washington, D.C., and clean it up, renovate it and rebuild our capital city, though. Have you seen what's been happening? Have you seen people being murdered? They come from. South Carolina to go for a nice visit and they end up being murdered, shot, mugged, beat up. Those beautiful marble columns have graffiti. The roads are broken. The medians between the roads are falling into the street. You can imagine what foreign dignitaries and people from foreign countries say. On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content onto our children. Uh, did you hear that? Transgender insanity. That's like his green, green news scam. 
transgender insanity. This man is unique. He is a phenomenon. No one has no one is able to do this as he is doing it. And he's he's doing huge swinging a huge jackhammer right now. And I will not give one penny to any school that has a vaccine mandate or mask mandate. There you go. There you go. There's his thought on vaccine. And something I find hard to believe that I even have to say, I will keep men out of women's sports. All right. Now let's go. Uh, You know, this is just amazing. And, you know, you heard last night Ben Carson's speech. Who did Ben Carson sound like? He sounded like this, a, a little less colorful in his, uh, I'll bet you in private, though, Ben Carson is just as col- colorful. <laughs> uh, but I, I love this. I love this. And I'll bet you Ben Carson is at home cheering this when he says, you screw us, we'll screw you. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right, let's go uh, an hour and 28 minutes into the speech. Here he is. We're getting to the cl- close to the end here. Billion dollars worth of the finest military equipment in the world and also abandoning Bagram, one of the biggest military bases, only one hour away from where China makes us vicious and hateful nuclear weapons. We are a nation that allowed Russia and Ukraine to fight, killing hundreds of thousands of people. Now, uh, Just to explain the confusion here, now at the end of his rallies, you're probably already aware of this, but we're now at the end of his rally. And what he has adopted, like a year ago, sometime, I don't know, it's been a while now, he adopted, he tried out the experiment of finishing his speech with a musical background, kind of an orchestral color to to his speaking. And it's so, it works so well. He's done it continuously since it's so successful it gives drama to what he's saying it gives finality it gives um power to what he's saying so now let's listen up this is and this is so you're hearing that background that orchestra those strings and it will only get worse it would never have happened with me as your president and for four straight years it didn't happen Likewise, the horrifying attack on Israel would never have happened. They wouldn't even have thought of doing such a thing if President Trump was in the Oval Office. Iran was broke under the Trump administration. Iran was broke. They didn't have the money to fund Hamas, Hezbollah, and all of the other instruments of terror. But those sanctions were lifted by a corrupt Biden administration. And now Iran is a rich country again with $200 billion and another $6 billion for hostages and $10 billion. Okay, now I'm going to come, go forward a little bit more. Add, add to the strings. There's a very good piano in there. Okay, let's go forward a little bit more to a, a minute and 30, an hour and 30 minutes into the speech. The powerful death penalty for drug dealers, where each dealer is responsible for the death during their lives of 500 people or more. Mothers will never again be forced to watch their children overdosing and hopelessly dying in their arms, screaming 
What can I do? What can I do? My child is dying. We are a nation whose once revered airports are dirty. They're a crowded mess. You sit and wait for hours and then are notified that the plane won't leave and that they have no idea when it will. Where ticket prices have tripled, they don't have the pilots to fly the planes. They don't see qualified air traffic controllers and they just don't know what the hell they're doing. We are a nation that screens its citizens viciously at all ports. But if you are an illegal alien, you're allowed to flow through by the millions and millions and millions. We are a nation that has lost its confidence, willpower and strength. We are a nation that has lost its way. But we are not going to allow this horror to continue any longer. Three years ago, we were a great nation and we will soon be a great nation again. It was the hardworking patriots like you who built this country and is the hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. We will fight for America like no one has ever fought before. Nice. 2024 is our final battle. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists, Marxists, and fascists. And we will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will rout the fake news media. We will drain the swamp. And we will liberate our country from these tyrants and villains once and for all. Like those patriots before us, we will not bend, we will not break, we will not yield, we will never give in, we will never give up, we will never ever back down with your support. We will go on to victory, the likes of which no one has ever seen before. We will evict crooked Joe Biden from the White House and we will take back our country on November 5th, 2024. The great silent majority is rising like never before. And under our leadership, the forgotten man and woman will be forgotten no longer. We are one movement, one people, one, one movement, and one glorious nation. One movement. We are a movement the likes of which this country and perhaps the world the has world. never seen before. There has never been anything like this. Never. And together we will make America powerful again. <laughs> Let's see if we make it all the way to the end. America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. Boy, does he got and this crowd. We will we'll make, make America great. Great. Again. Thank you very much. South Perfect Carolina. ending. God bless you all. Thank you. They are Thank with you. him. My God. Nothing like this in history has ever occurred before. Don't you ever be sad. Lean on him. When times are bad. Come on, Black Boots,
Hold on. Trump's coming. Hold on. Trump's coming. This is it. <laughs> oh, my. It's good to even just to be alive in this. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again on Monday. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.